follow so many interviews and listen to so many interviews all over the media, whether it's in magazines or YouTube, as if I'm researching a paper that needs to be published. And all these years, I had no idea what I'm going to publish, but here I am with all the information out there. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tanvi. So if you go look at my Instagram account and specifically the ones that I'm following on Instagram, it is filled with nostalgia. Like I'm following all the people from the 90s and I'm following like random people like Kim Sharma. Do you remember her? It's like a shrine of my 90s nostalgia. And ladies and gentlemen, that's your second host for the podcast, Slow. Special mention to our social media partners, Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. And welcome to another episode of Moviewala Podcast. We are still talking about family dramas. And today we are talking about none other than the family of all families, <laughs> Hamalke Khan, which released in 1994. The Prime Minister of India that year was P.V. Narsimha Rao. The director of this movie is Suraj Barjatia. Producer was Rajshree Films. The music is by Ram Lakshman and for a change this is the same person like Ram Lakshman is one name <laughs> unlike most music directors and the actors in this film the star cast is really big like all family dramas there's Salman Khan Madhuri Dikshit Alok Nath Anupam Kher Reema Lagu Himani Shivpuri Dilip Joshi Renuka Shahane Monish Behel Lakshmikan Betre Bindu Satish Shah and Ajit Vachani I'm sure I've missed a few but this is basically the main people. And Hamaki Hekor is a story about an Indian wedding. This is like the gateway to any Indian wedding. So if you haven't experienced Indian weddings, watch this movie to see that. So Indian weddings is not about the bride and the groom, it's about two families. And when I say families, it's not a little family, it's like a big fat Indian family, two families coming together. And this movie is entirely about a big wedding and so it has romance, it has drama, it has a little bit of crying, it has everything that makes Hindi movies Hindi movies. Oh my god, where do I even begin with this movie? I love this movie. I have like unreal love for this movie. Mm. I watched this movie at the cinemas, if I'm not mistaken, for at least 15 times. No. I'm not kidding. I went to the cinemas. So basically, I went to see it with I don't know whoever like right. my, I lived in a big joint family just like this movie. So I went I think with one set of people. Like I don't even remember whether it was my parents or my aunt or uncle or somebody. And then it was so good that I came back and I told him oh my god it was such a good movie and then whenever somebody else would go for this movie I would just go with them so like I had like this huge family so I would go with like everybody who's going and keep going and then I think I once went with my friends and then again I went with my cousin and then some out of state relatives like we spoke about how they turned out <laughs> they would turn up and then I think I would be like you know what we should do we should yeah. go for this movie <laughs> So yeah, but I love this movie. I want it to be part of this family. Uh, so how do you think is the rewatchability factor of this movie? Oh, so high. <laughs> the rewatchability is so high. Like nothing's lost. Nothing at all, except for maybe some clothes. But other than that, nothing at all. Like the family is still the same family. Like we all are still same. We 
this exactly how we talk communicate some of the clothes might feel dated but otherwise no it's still relevant and it's on netflix so you have no excuse to not be able to watch it but you know this like when i was watching it um this time for the podcast so naturally my brain is working two times more than when it would when i'm just watching it for entertainment i was like you know this is actually musical you know how usually people keep saying oh bollywood films are musicals and i'm like no they are not we just like songs and they are not musicals but i felt like this is actually a musical like you have so many songs there's like one song after that i think they had like 20 songs and in the beginning he was not even putting all the songs once the movie released and it was doing so well and i think they put like some extra teasers in like once the dvd or something was released like they added more we didn't have dvd share. then cds <laughs> cds but i think this is actually a musical because in this they are actually singing and taking the story forward right exactly every situation has a song i think it has like at least 15 songs right in the yeah. movie yeah so this is truly a musical and i loved all the songs i mean i feel like this is going to be like a super easy short podcast i loved everything everything was great <laughs> okay bye <laughs> And also I feel like this is truly one of those movies which had like a huge cultural impact on India in terms of like we were talking about the songs so I feel like after this movie was released every indian wedding would be incomplete without the songs from the movie and uh, not just like dancing to the songs but with all the situations especially north indian weddings you know it has all these uh, traditions that they follow right during the wedding what do you think as a north indian like do you feel like weddings kind of changed after this movie like real life weddings no i don't think they changed hmm. i felt like for the first time they were actually showing exactly how the weddings are because a lot of other films they always you know not all lot like all of the other films they just take the bits and pieces like they'll take the haldi ceremony and then they'll take like the barat and they'll just put those things together and rest everything else is like just in a song that they are dancing but this film literally broke down all the ceremonies so this film is like a long you know when uh, people in the west ask about indian weddings and this is exactly how weddings are like this is a long celebration which is like spread over weeks and every ceremony had its song and every ceremony was given like attention in this film in fact i think they skipped few ceremonies <laughs> <laughs> nothing there are few more ceremonies than this but i didn't i didn't feel like this film changed the weddings i felt like it actually showed exactly how okay. the weddings are uh, so were the songs used a lot after this because you know for every situation i don't think there was a song for everything like traditional songs maybe i think there were songs i i think maybe not like exact i think this just added more songs to the big pot of songs that are there for weddings they added more and i think it like how every generation will have these bunch of songs then you start dancing to those i think this film did that for our generation and like the decade of weddings in that generation but i just loved how positive the vibe of this film was like everything was so this was like quintessential suraj barjadia this was like quintessential rajshree film where you know you love each other everybody gets along with each other and even when you don't get along it's not literally like you know you want to kill each other there are elements in this film which are like you know trying to be smart like bindu bindu's character is the one which is doing that here 
but it's not like you don't like hate her you're just like oh my god this annoying aunt every family has one so yeah what did you think like did you feel like uh, from like south indian weddings perspective was it like completely different or so south indian weddings are grand but you know we don't have as many ceremonies like even hindu weddings right we don't have so many ceremonies we have like something like a haldi ceremony and then we have engagement and then a wedding that's about it but i feel like you know after this movie like it was such a phenomenon all across india like it crossed all languages all barriers and it reached out to entire india and i feel like after this movie a lot of south indian weddings you know we wanted to have all these ceremonies as Oh. That yeah so it, I feel like it broke boundaries that are set by different cultures you know so That's interesting Yeah because I get asked sometimes about the you know the juta churai like where hmm. she steals the shoes so they're like oh was that something which was part of the film and then it starts getting them like no this was like been done since like 100 years like you always do this and uh, just to give a little perspective why it is done is because back in the day when uh, families didn't really get to meet each other before the wedding the weddings were just set up by elders like there are arranged marriages and people would literally meet for the first time hmm. at the wedding so now you have to break this ice you don't know each other so there are a lot of games that are involved in uh, at least north indian or at least i know about up weddings i can't say about the whole country like north has lot of states and but at least and this movie is primarily showing like uh, gujarat up that that kind of culture and uh, so i can sp- speak from my part of the culture that yes you have like say, uh, games that you play like ice breakers because yeah and these are like always involving the boys groom side and the bride side and then they are like you always win something you'll get like some money or you'll get like a small piece of jewelry or something so you kind of competitive and so but that kind of is a great way to get yeah. to know people and have a good time yeah that's interesting in south indian weddings we have games for the bride and the groom so i think the concept is the same because you no know, it was predominantly arranged marriages so you know to break the ice between the bride and the groom they yeah so we have games for the bride and the groom not for the families Yeah yeah we have for the bride and the groom as well which are towards the end like once they get married there are games and then there are like there's some there's basically there is a ritual which is for every person in the family so there is something which a brother sister has to do so they, then she gets to see you know interact with the new sister in law and you know the her side of the family and then there's something which if you have a brother like if the bride has a brother he has to do so there's like assigned roles so mm. that way everybody also gets to participate in the uh, wedding you know and these roles are assigned like so i feel like when you actually anthropologically start seeing the film it makes so much sense because you are like okay everything it had a purpose it's not all just games yeah. and you know fun it's just great that they they decided to have all of these ceremonies which involved fun and they didn't make it all boring because whenever there's like all just puja and prayers and like sit and do nobody's really interested <laughs> so like yeah okay yeah we prayed enough how long can we pray <laughs> So yeah, okay, now getting back to the film. We can go on and on about the songs. Do you have any like favorite songs out of the long list of songs in this film? You know the really romantic song when yeah. they're just alone. Pehla pyar hai when she cooks for him. So that song is still my all-time favorite. I I don't I just love it. It's so it's like, you know, when you're that, at that age, you know, that is like the ideal situation, right? When obviously in India, you know, at that point of time, I don't think anybody went out on dates as such. You know, we didn't have that 
thing of you know going out on dates i think 94 so this is like the ideal thing where you know the family is there but they're not there and you know it's just you who just happened to be awake at that point of time and then they have the song and it's just beautiful and salman khan dances <laughs> i know right i i completely agree with you it is such a beautiful song the music the choreography even what madhuri is wearing and you know i liked her character in a sense like she you know she's shown to be like a really spunky girl she is a go getter she's not like really this shy little perth thing yeah which is the opposite of many prks uh, uh bhageshri yeah. yeah absolutely and but when she's like in love now and then you know she's trying and like being wooed by salman khan you know she can completely be shy and she's being so sweet and submissive and you believe it yeah. and it's just so beautiful and oh my god salman khan i realized i figured it out guys i figured it out that it's not that i so i was like a law i've said that before yeah. right like i was a salman khan fan i realized it i was a prem fan i was not a salman khan fan i love prem So the prem from maine pyar kiya meets prem from hum aapke kaun meets prem from hum saath saath hai these three prems together is like that guy that i love and all of these three characters have been played by salman khan So Tanvi has decoded her fandom I decoded it a while back but now like i can share it on this podcast i loved prem i wanted prem and <laughs> like naturally salman khan is the prem so i love per salman khan but <laughs> other than these three four characters i have never really like you know he was good looking but it wasn't like but this prem man oh my god oh god uh, so much innocence right even when it comes to madhuri and salman khan i mean there's just what is it about older movies that you know would we say the same thing 20 years from now when we look at movies that are made right now saying that oh wow they were so innocent if i don't know that is still on <laughs> and he was such a thorough gentleman like you know he never crosses the line but he's naughty but he's always like supportive and kind and he loves his sister-in-law he loves his brother he loves everybody and coming back to another song do you remember the title track the opening credits yes I still love it. Like I never miss I normally skip the credits, opening credits, but this movie never ever because it's shot so beautifully. It's just the gorgeous face of Salman Khan and Madhuri and black and white just the face and they're lip-syncing to the title song. God, it's I... so beautiful. So you remember how I said I went to see the film like 15 times and I would be like I would I was like a Hitler when I was growing up, right? Just when you were growing up? <laughs> <laughs> I still am. I still am. I wouldn't even shy. So I was like telling everybody, "We We cannot be late. There is a song we need to catch. <laughs> It's same for like many pyar kya, right? The hmm. title credit. You can't miss that. Like, and I, I remember even for the first time when I saw this film, I was like, who came up with this idea to just like focus on their faces and make them lip sync the song? I was like, genius. Who is this genius? This is mind blowing. I know. Amazing. Love it. So love it. Love it. Love it. Okay so but I actually liked all the songs and the choreography I mean these are like the softer mm. romantic songs both of the ones that you mentioned and I like them too I like the choreography in that wah wah ram ji as well like you know that bhaiya bhabhi song and but like like I said I like the choreography in everything mm. because it's like kind of stitches into the story takes it forward and the the steps are really good and when madhuri is dancing how can Gosh. you not like it I don't think there's ever been anyone else to replace her you know sometimes I watch these 90s movies of hers and there are some steps that I look at and I'm like only madhuri can make it look 
so graceful and good. Like you give her the worst tacky steps, she will still manage to make it graceful. She's exactly. amazing. Yeah. That's like the, those are exactly my thoughts. Mm. I'm like, you know, you give her choli ke piche kya hai, mera ghagra, my this, my dupatta. You give her anything, and she makes it look like, oh, this is perfectly graceful and ladylike. I can do this. I can like touch my bosom and press it together. <laughs> it look like something very feminine and nice. And yeah. Yeah. Now after we've like appreciated so well, I have certain things that I picked on the film. Oh, me too. I have a couple. You go first. Okay. So you know how the brother Rajesh, uh, Salman's elder brother, played by Monish Behel, he's always like going on trips to do some work, and they keep saying, "Bhaiya, foreign ja rahe hai." <laughs> And I was like, where is this foreign? Our foreign collaborators have faxed us. Oh, which country? Ke yaar? Which foreign? Like, how do we know that it's not Sri Lanka? <laughs> <laughs> and then another thing was like, he's setting up this big project to launch his son. In which business does someone launch it? Like, Unless it's Bollywood business, <laughs> where you're launching your son or your daughter. I found it so funny. It's not a product that you're launching. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, okay, even if you are being, like, they're preparing a position for you or something. Okay, fine. I don't even think that is realistic, but okay, fine. I'll let it go. But why can't you still go and participate in that? <laughs> if that position is being created for you and they never tell what they do. Hmm. There is some car motor company that has they are opening like it says like Motrem Private Motor Limited something and the background what does this company do is it a car manufacturing car leasing car repair what is it that <laughs> and why do you need foreign collaborators <laughs> and why does Manish Bell has to keep going <laughs> I was like okay ye jo bhaiya foreign <laughs> I don't know why he's foreign. I know what he's up to. I don't know. Exactly. So I was just like, hmm, interesting. So, you know the aunt Bindu? She's mommy of Salman and Rajesh. So, you know, there's a scene where she obviously, like Tanvi was saying, she's not an arch enemy. But uh, she has this nosy thing happening, you know, like all most of the aunts do. And also they say that, you know, she doesn't have a baby. And one of the scenes, you know, she says something rude to somebody and, and her husband says that, you know, that is why you don't have a baby. And then towards the end of the movie, she gets pregnant and then she becomes all this really good Indian woman. So initially before all this, they always show her with a lot of makeup and she always has her hair done and, you know, supposed to be very stylish, which is not a good thing. Supposed to be Western and that is not supposed to be a good thing. But towards the end of the movie, when she gets pregnant, she she doesn't style her hair. She wears a sari and she covers her hair and all that. I was like yeah i i mean we have seen that in several movies right like automatically if you want to see show somebody that they've become nice and now they've become more cultured and they are more indian suddenly they'll like even in maine pyar kiya the girl who's interested in salman but salman's not interested in her like the family friend's daughter they're trying to fix her she's always in these western wear clothing and very tight and then one day when she wants to like impress him she realizes that bhagishree is the one he's interested in she wears this salwar kameez so that's like that's one example but that's like all the time yeah like western is bad and indian is good you know okay let's go back to the funny you know how they're always playing cricket over the weekends in their park right and there are these a lot of school kids sitting there as a audience watching them i'm like who are these kids and why are they there i am not able to understand so i was like every sunday these kids come here or do they just call them <laughs> when they want to play cricket like there's no logical sense to it so i was like this is so random and also speaking of the cricket scene i'm sure everybody knows the uh, caps they wear which is boy girl boy girl boy girl as if you wouldn't know in case you guys miss it 
this is what yeah. we want you like, to think. Yeah. And also, Tuffy, the hero of the movie, yeah. <laughs> has a hat which says umpire. I think Suraj Bajaj, maybe he really likes caps. I don't know, because even many people they have a cap, friend cap. Yeah. <laughs> and this has boy-girl caps. Boy-girl so, cap, yeah. yeah. And on that same thing, like that other girl who's always hanging around, like the niece of Bindu, who's always there, she has this t-shirt and it says bum chumps. Why? What? Like, why does her t-shirt say bum chumps? Like, just random. Her clothing was pretty random. But there were, like, a lot of random things in the film. Like, and it's not that I just noticed them this time. I noticed them before as well. But I was like, I'm going to just enjoy the film. Screw this. But there's, like, okay, the car that, the jeep that uh, Salman Khan drives, it's so ugly. They've gone down some random graffiti on it. And it just says some random words. And it looks so ugly. And I'm like, why have they done that? And why would, like... (laughs) And if you have are in business of cars and this is how your car looks like, that's just like crazy. It's not good PR for your company. <laughs> even if not that, like even if I didn't have a car company, I would not like want to sit in that car. And then the posters in Madhuri's room, they're of like burger and french fries. You're not going to believe it. I wrote that down. And we haven't even discussed. Yeah, no, we haven't discussed it. That is so random. I was like, why is this burger french fries big ass poster? I mean, I can see like there are posters of her licking ice cream and portraits. Okay, fine. I can see like she went and got some glamour shots and blew them up in their house. Another thing I noticed like the rooms, uh, there was like um, their bathroom was of yellow color. Oh, I didn't notice that. And for a moment, I was like looking at the st- stuff which was lying big at- on the um, counter. Mm-hmm. It all looked like show pieces. It looked like it's not a real bathroom. It looked like, you know, they've put like... And I could tell that. I was like, oh my God. Like, wow. I didn't even notice that. Good. Your movie watching experience wasn't ruined because of that. But I was just like... Now you're making me want to go back to that scene and find out. Now that the movie's on Netflix, I'm so sure I'll be watching it like a number of times. Yeah. So yeah, there were like these random things in the film which made absolutely no sense do you want to talk about fashion now yeah what did you think about the fashion the fashion like we mentioned before because it's 1994 movie so there are some clothes which are obviously very dated like Salman Khan's double-breasted coat so dated (laughs) but he's so cute he can pull it off so cute and obviously, do I even have to go into the Didi Tera Deva Devana? Oh, the sari she wears. I think it's everybody knows. I don't even have to say. I think it was really copied a lot by regular people after that. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was like for the first time, like somebody done the palla like that and like a purple sari. And Matri carries these bright colors really well. Like, you know, she's worn this really back in, I think in Khalnayak, she'd worn this really hot pink lehenga and chunni and it was like all hot pink. There's like absolutely nothing. But she's pulling it off. And then in this film, she's wearing such like this green, like this really, really green color. And then she's wearing that um, ye- yellow salwar kameez in one of the songs. She carries off these bright colors like no one else. I agree. So most of the fashion, I think women wise was fine. I mean, some of the dresses, even though they look dated, they don't seem jarring. It's not like 90s fashion where you're wearing leggings and t-shirt and now you're like, oh my god. I feel like, you know, it's a kind of wardrobe that you can refurbish. You can tweak it a little bit and you can refurbish. Like, for example, you know, there's this lehenga she wears, like white lehenga and a green choli. I feel like now I would not wear the exact same thing. 
But what I'll do is like, you know, the top, maybe I'll make it a little shorter or something. So it doesn't look very dated. It feels like you can save them and update them to 2018, you know? Yeah. I actually, one of the things I really liked is like whenever Salman Khan was wearing kurta pajama, he was like, there were a lot of scenes in this film where they are just wearing plain kurta pajama. I was like, I die for men in kurta pajama. I like men in like normal. I think I've spoken. Yeah, we spoke about it, I think, in Bhavaji. <laughs> but it's okay. It deserves to be heard. <laughs> in Bhavaji, they're wearing dhoti kurta. In this one, they're wearing kurta pajama. And just plain cotton kurta pajama. There's nothing, no embellishments, nothing on it. And then another one I really liked is when they're doing this uh, musical game. Mm-hmm. And that Salman Khan's kurta, He's, I think he's wearing pathani salwar. And the kurta, and the kurta's pocket over here has like this multicolor pipe in and the back shoulder work has this really bright I was like where can I get this kurta okay I'll wear it and then I'll let my husband wear it but then I'll wear it <laughs> I love men in kurta and I love Salman Khan in this like I will like restart saying it like I love Prem <laughs> <laughs> this Prem which Suraj Bajate also likes and is not able to get there and this Prem that I also like but never found because I feel like the Prem character you know also has like shades of Salman Khan from that time mm-hmm. because you know when you watch other movies which is not Suraj Bajate you still see this shades of Prem so for me in my head like Prem and Salman are like intertwined <laughs> I can't separate them you know absolutely I definitely that's why I love I like I kept saying I love Salman Khan you can't like separate them but it is Salman's current persona that makes me separate them so it's like Salman pre-2000 and then Salman after 2000 so not to say that I didn't like Salman in Dabang or in mm. Bajrangi Bhai Jaan or even like in but now, it's not like, the same it's Salman it's not the same Salman exactly so, I love 70s Amitabh Bachchan so that doesn't mean that I don't love you know the current Amitabh Bachchan but 70s Amitabh Bachchan has my heart 70s Amitabh Bachchan had so much swag yes oh my like, god dude he would just walk in and it would just be like I can can totally see like him and Ra- uh, Rekha like burning up the screen because damn Rekha has namak like nobody else namak <laughs> yes so namak is this word which we use when we want to call somebody hot but not just hot as a very like sexually hot but hot because they've got this x factor yeah like sensuous and very earthy but in your face but they know they are in your face but you can't help but have them in your face but so it doesn't mean that they're wearing skimpy clothes you know it's just their presence is like namak it's just like they're namak so we want to make this word happen I've been tweeting about yeah. it for a while but it hasn't happened yet. So who had Namak in this? <laughs> we were talking about Amitabh Bachchan and Rekha. How did Hamaki Khan got Namak? Ain't nobody got Namak in Hamaki <laughs> <laughs> They only have sugar and all things nice. Yeah. A lot of time people think the intermission is when uh, Renuka Shane like falls down the stairs. And it was only when I'm watching it like later now when I realized like actually it's like two hours of the film is all happy-go-lucky. It's just the last 40 minutes when this happens. So it's like I was like oh my god I can enjoy this film for a longer period of time because you're always saying like oh after like midway through the film it's gonna get sad but it doesn't yeah and speaking of the fall uh, spoiler alert so I would have watched it like at least 100 times but even now that fall 
fall always catches me by surprise. You're so into the movie and you're all happy and happy and happy and that fall is just so sudden. It still takes me by surprise. I'm like, oh my god, no! <laughs> She's and falling! I always like wonder like, okay, so that, this is the unrealistic part here. Nobody has those damn stairs in their house. Those hundred stairs. Only in movies do they have this grand staircase which you have to climb. I mean, hello. Nobody has that. So they're like, this is specifically put over there for people to fall or people to die or for the villain to kill somebody down the stairs. It's like, <laughs> that is the sole purpose of those stairs. It's like very conveniently put in there for their story to move forward. I loved Renuka Shani's character. She was so, it seemed like she was that Pooja character. Like she completely filled life in that character and she looked wonderful and you know, even her attempt at dancing, like you would imagine, like I think she had said in her interview once that she was very nervous that now, you know, she has to dance in front of Madhuri. Like, so, you know, just the fact that now she had, she was already an established dancer, actress, but she pulled it off. Like she, she did what she had to do. Like, you know, she was not meant to be a dancer in that song that she does. Which it's so sweet. It's like, oh, this is exactly how a bhabi would dance if, you know, if she wanted to celebrate. She was adorable. Ah. And I love their relationship with the parents. Like, so, you know, the how the girls have a relationship with Anupam Kher and Renuka Shani. I liked, like, even for 1994, it seemed very open and communicative. It wasn't like one of those battered relationships which most films show of how girls are with their parents. So I like that. I mean, to a certain degree. Of course, there were shades of things that I was like, you know, when they decide they should marry her to the brother-in-law. I was like, say what now? But then Tuffy saves the day. Tuffy saves the day but can't pick on those things because those are exactly what's making the film and you know this awkward moment I don't know is it if it's just me but you know there's a song where Salman's dad Prem's dad is singing a song to Pooja's mom you know it's so weird their uncle their father and mother died in an accident so their uncle decided to bring them up yeah. So no, in northern, at least in like um, northern families, there this is another thing. Like there's always this, uh, you know how Jija Sali, like the brother-in-law yeah. and the sister-in-law, they always have this naughty relationship. Like, you know, so this not to that degree, but to a certain degree, there's always this similar kind of like a teasing relationship between the, the father of the boy and the mother of the girl. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's so awkward, but now it makes sense because it's culture. Yeah, it's cultural. Like some people take it too far <laughs> when it gets awkward and it gets like, okay, now hold it. This is getting cheap. But to the degree like where it is just like jokes and like fun and dancing and things like that. Till then it is something. Now I don't know why it is there, but it hmm. is there. Like, oh, it makes sense now. See, you live, you learn. <laughs> yeah, you learn something new every day. <laughs> but yeah, within certain respectful boundaries which a lot of people forget that it is supposed to be a joke and not supposed to like be taken too far and like because we live here and we don't get to attend that many weddings I feel like this is my own personal family wedding if I ever want to attend without actually being there and I'm like oh let's watch Hum Aap Ke Kaun and then you just feel like you attended a family wedding and it was very exhausting and now you're back. But yeah, I feel like the rewatchability factor is so up there. The songs live up to the time still like 20 years later. Performances are good. I, I don't know. I feel like 
except for like these random things that we picked like this art design and so some scenes and most of the film is pretty decently even the things that we picked on a little before this when you were watching the movie they don't even bother you so like then we were saying maybe you know we were watching it for the podcast and that's why we were like picking on things but no when you're watching it you're just in it so i hope we've made you want to watch the movie again it's on netflix <laughs> i'm like promoting netflix like they're paying me <laughs> But you know, what if like people listen to our podcast down the line and it's not on Netflix then? Right. So 2018 right now, it's on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) So would you want somebody to take this movie and make it again? Nope. No. (laughs) I think we did this in our previous series, but like it was for fun, I know. But I, I genuinely think the movies that most of the movies we are picking, they shouldn't be remade because they were already done so well. Like come up with new stories, guys. Like come up with something fun. Like I'm not even loving the new 2.0 version of all the songs that we used to like and now they're coming up with those. It's not like I'm against the remixes or anything like that. I'm all fine with that. But it's just they had their time. Let the original live because it's still good. Yeah, exactly. I don't even like it when people take movie names of 80s and 90s movies and they use the name for an entirely different story right like I'm not even a fan of that so you can imagine I don't want anybody touching the old movies and remaking them yeah and I can honestly say nobody can do this like nobody has the charm of Salman Khan right now to bring this frame character to life and nobody can even attempt Nisha there is no way and nobody can even do Renuka Shani they just can't there was like certain things that people like just brought within them they had and they can't do this again so it belonged to that time it should just stay there yeah it's still so good we're like so in zen right like we're just like oh it was so good we had so much fun and we're just like all lala about this we have nothing mean to say bad to say we're just rambling you'll just be editing this (laughs) let's just cut this (laughs) oh it's like a fan fest Alright guys, if you haven't watched it, we highly urge you to check it out. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday and you can catch us on Twitter at MovieWellaPod, on Instagram at MovieWellaPodcast and see you guys soon. Bye. Bye.